and gentlemen, All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas welcomes you to All Saints Coffee Chats. Hello and welcome back to Coffee Chats on episode 79, probably. Yes, 79. 79-ish. So if that means that a year is 52 weeks and this is 79, we have been doing this for one and a half years. Yep. We've only missed one week that whole time. And only missed one week in a year and a half, and that was last week. Yeah. Which we will talk about a little bit later. That's okay. But before we do that, let's go ahead and just jump right in. Yeah. Uh, Anybody have new or favorite new saints maybe they've heard something about or learned something about? Yes. Saint Agnes of Assisi is actually someone I just found out about 10 minutes ago. Okay. Um, She's St. Clair's younger sister. Didn't know St. Clair, younger sister. Um, Didn't know she was a saint. But yeah, younger sister of St. Clair, and this little thing says her first follower. And I'm like, how (laughs) precious. It makes me think of like, because like I'm an older sister, I have an older sister, and then like, you know, my younger sister. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at the potential we have here. Um, but she like left home shortly after um, St. Clair did and they like attempted to her family wanted her to come back um, and they like tried to drag her out of the monastery um, that she had entered and I guess her story is they tried to like physically drag her out of the monastery but her body suddenly became like so heavy that like no one could take her out like sounds kind of weird but like (laughs) um Basically, she was, like, temporarily, like, paralyzed, and they, yeah, it was just, like, this whole thing, whole kind of, like, weird thing. Um, but she just, her goal was to match her, the same devotion that, like, St. Clair had and everything, and just to think that she had her own, like, story in its entirety, yeah. based off of her sister's experience, was just, like, this is so cool. I had no idea that there was a St. Agnes, I didn't know that St. Agnes, I believe, like, of Assisi was, like, I don't know. I, had, I didn't know Claire had a sister. I didn't know either, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if this is a St. Agnes that I had always known otherwise and just not known, like, never made the connection. Yeah. So very, very rarely do we talk about the saints that we're going to talk about before Coffee Chat. So I think it's awesome that you picked a sibling, because I also picked a sibling, St. Oh, wow. Scholastica, oh, yeah. who... Aww. St. Scholastica uh, is in deep conversation with her brother, St. Benedict, uh, in this terrible storm comes and she like prays that the storm would go away and that, you know, he would not leave and he ends up going and she prays for him throughout this entire thing and he gets home safely because of the prayers that she enacted. Like the storm happened all the way around him but never affected him directly. Um, But I didn't know a lot about St. Scholastica until this last week. Uh, So the kids were up at the Pines, which, you know, the reason why we missed last week's coffee chat was uh, so many of us were gone for retreats and different things that were going on. So we started the week at Sky Ranch, but then I ended up at the Pines with uh, some of our fifth and sixth grade students. And they do this environmental um, uh, retreat. And one of the things that they talked about with the environmental retreat is that St. Scholastica, I guess, is the patroness of weather or storms, uh, specifically. And that, and 
how many times have we talked about St. Benedict on here and never realized that St. Benedict had a sister and that his sister is St. Scholastica. So, a lot of... I imagine, like, the holiness in the conversations between the two of them uh, because she is also the patroness of Benedictine nuns and obviously her brother being Benedict, being the patron of the Benedictines. So, yeah, that's all. pretty cool. Yeah. So... That's why I thought it was so funny that like we don't usually talk about yeah. the saints ahead of time, nor did we today, uh, as we were sitting down getting our cups of coffee, and then that happened. That, like, oh, we both picked sibling, yeah. so pretty cool. No pressure, YouTube, but oh, geez, uh, trend. Shoot. Don't break. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna. I don't know. You can break the trend. <laughs> Yes. Like rock, paper, scissors for which one of you is going to ruin this. Uh, <laughs> well, um, uh, I'm going to go with uh, St. Ignatius of Antioch. So he probably had siblings, but like. Yeah, probably. Um, he, was, he was one of their church fathers, uh, and he wrote a lot of things. Um, and he was recently declared, I forget if he was, if it happened already or if he's like still going to, but he was declared a doctor of the church, um, whereas he wasn't before. Wow. And uh, it was just cool having read some of his things in college and through seminary um, to see that, like, we still, we're, you know, there's that whole tradition going all the way back to those early centuries of the church, which is just very, very cool. Somebody who, uh, I don't personally know much about his life, but, like, he had such an impact on people of his time and on the way that theology developed and the way that we, you know, talk about the faith. And so it's, it's pretty cool guy on the faith. How much? Um, I was going to choose Elizabeth of, Elizabeth of Hungary because I have recently been reading this book about saints who lived like their poverty well, or just lived like poverty well, which that's interesting because Elizabeth is like this queen or something like that, I think, or she's like a princess, something like yeah. that. Um, but they they use her because she's a great example of like how to live poverty well when you aren't in poverty. Um, but what I really like about her was this one story that I heard that I just thought it was really, really sweet. Um, when she was like 10 or, 10 or 11, she um, was at Mass, and, or she may have been actually while she was praying, um, and her, her, her like uh, attendants came up to her and said like, no, you have to put your crown on, like that's like what you, what you are, you have to do that. She's like, well, I can't because my, like my king is wearing a crown of thorns, and so how can I wear a crown of jewels? Um, but I just really like that story. Um, mm. I think it's really sweet. That's really so. cool. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, how about scripture passages? I go for it. I go. Roll the stare at somebody. You went first with saints, so I naturally just yeah, that's that direction. Weird. That's okay. I yeah, got a sorry. Something. Um, it like just one little note that I liked about the um the first reading from Daniel for this upcoming Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, one of the lines says, the one like a son of man received dominion, glory, and kingship. And there was a little note at the bottom of my um, Bible that said, oh gosh, what does it say? It's way back here. Basically, it was talking about the phrase son of man, and it says here that means someone who is more than human. And it just kind of struck me because I'm like, son and man are two very, like, <laughs> human human things so the fact that it would mean like quite the opposite was just like interesting and then the I think it's the second reading um, starts with like a similar line and then talking about Jesus and it was just like oh 
It just like uh, amplifies. Amplifies? Amplifies. Exemplifies? Um, emphasizes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Those are all words. I don't Take know. to mean whatever we want them to. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I forgot where I was going with that anyways. <laughs> I just thought that that was a cool little note. Yeah. Very cool. Me? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so much so yeah, no, um, Tomorrow's gospel is uh, the gospel where Jesus uh, is entering into the temple and he sees the people that are selling things. Um, and I, I always like that it is written that in my house there should be a house of prayer and you've made it into a den of thieves which actually takes two different parts of the Old Testament and puts them together to, to kind of talk about this. And I, I, I was in a conversation recently with somebody who was talking about um, their child who always I guess almost like a, a heaviness around them whenever they see any kind of um, injustice or uh, irreverence or disparity or any of those kind of things and they were talking about when they were visiting New Orleans that the only place that their child felt comfortable was actually in the cathedral um, and we did a mission trip there when I first started here you know a thousand years ago um, <laughs> that um, when we were in New Orleans we went to the cathedral and we were able to um, I don't think we were there to celebrate mass but we were able to take one of the tours and out right outside in the courtyard as soon as you get down the steps of the cathedral you have these people who are you know doing tarot cards or palm readings or crystal balls all of those things and I always like when I think of the the money changers and it's it, you know they're not money changers but there's obviously what's happening right outside of this cathedral is similar to what I imagine Jesus saw when he entered into the temple. Um, and you, you just, you look at it and you're like, I want to run over there and flip all these tables over and start yelling at these yeah. people in the same way that he did that, that idea of righteous anger. Um, so yeah, uh, just looking ahead to tomorrow's readings, uh, and getting ready for that. I, I like that reading. So, I like righteous anger, Jesus. Yeah. He's like definitely one of my five favorite Jesus. What are like the other raising ideas? Lazarus from the dead and also weeping for Lazarus? Like that's definitely pretty high up there on the list. Is that one or two of the Jesuses? Yeah. That, I mean, that's all one of the Jesuses. Um, trying to figure out what the I would say like three are then. the <laughs> the writing in the sand with um, the woman caught in adultery, and he's like nobody else is here. You can go. Uh, that's definitely pretty high up there. The the walking on water and controlling the sea. Like, I put that as one. Also, those are pretty cool. Um, I would say, uh, man, now that I'm thinking about it, there might be more than five. Uh, I, I would definitely go with crucified Jesus just because of the, all of the messages that happen on the cross, I think, are extremely powerful. Uh, I would say culminating all of that with when Jesus says to the thief on his side that today you will be with me in paradise. Uh, and then let's go resurrected, glorified Jesus. So, yeah. Is that five? That's that five. was five. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So it's everybody else's turn to do five after you tell us your scripture. Oh, so don't give me a chance to think about it. <laughs> so, oh, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, man. No. Oh, I, get, How can I, I get like zero to five as baby Jesus. That's mine. Right. Like, <laughs> Baby Jesus, like, in the Exodus with Mary and Joseph, like, the whole family, yeah. yeah. 
We talk about like that journey. I was reading something about that yesterday that I'd never heard before that I thought was pretty fascinating. They traveled 80 miles from where the Annunciation happens to Bethlehem. It was an 80 mile journey. So it's like a, this cool Advent challenge that somebody had shown me that it was like, can you walk 80 miles over the season of Advent? And I was probably not. I could probably go like 80 feet, but I'll try. Yeah, 80 well, miles. So, yeah. Yeah, that's Maybe we'll have it as like a, a challenge between the four of us. Yeah. 80 miles. Escape Herod. If you don't, <laughs> you're going to need that. Baby Jesus. You're going to need that Lazarus <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you're going to need Lazarus Jesus. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Forgot this was live. All right. So, um, I'm going to go with uh, the story. It's, again, it's kind of the whole thing, but the story of Abraham. Um, a lot of Genesis, but it's the, especially the parts where we, um, the story of Abraham is long. It's long. It's, so, yeah. But just thinking about, there was this, this came up in a conversation with some friends the other day of like how Abraham, you know, it's the father of faith and all of say all these things. And he was called to just totally leave everything behind and go move somewhere in the desert, probably. And God just told him that. And he's like, okay, sure. And then all of the things that happened after that, the continuing of like every time God asks him to do something, he's just like, okay, this is what God wants. I'm going to do it. Um, you know, and he just became this figure. But the fact that he was like, suppose, he was really, really old when that even started. He had already lived like a complete life in Ur and everywhere with his family and everything. And yet he was like 80 or something. And then God's like, hey, you want to do something else? It's like, yeah, sure, whatever you want. And then the entire story we know of him is after that. Uh, just something cool to think about. Like, oh, I wonder how many times during the rest of his life how many cool stories happened, but mostly just like the, his willingness to, to do that at such a weird time, at such a such an old age. It's just kind of cool. So, how about you? Uh, y'all, the readings this week, just like the daily readings are in Maccabees, like the first book of Maccabees, or second, I don't know. Anyways. They're so wild because they're about just like these people who are under oppression and they have to make these sacrifices to this fake God, uh, but they're not doing it because they know that their real God is God. Um, so it's just like these different stories. There's one about a mother who has seven sons and she watches all seven of them die for, for God. Um, there's another one about this 90-year-old man who is like a higher, like an elder in the city or something, and he's also like martyred for like his beliefs as well. Um, and then today was like about this this family, this man and his sons who they refused to eat the meat and then like killed the people, killed like some people who were um, like at, like sacrificing at the altar and then ran off into the desert. Um, and I, I just love these stories because of the way it just like exemplifies courage. Um, and it's just like that is in itself a grace that I've been praying for recently is having courage um, especially in the way that they have it, to just be so bold for their faith. Um, it's so cool. It's so cool. That's awesome. I like looking through the book of Maccabees just because of the fun names. Yeah. Some cool names in there. I mean, some great, great names. You know, you got Matthias today. Matthias. But you also had, like, Phinehas and Zimri mm-hmm. and Salu. So, yeah, if you're ever playing, like, a game Definitely of Scrabble and you're allowed, like, proper names... <laughs> Yeah, um, I love. You know, it's funny. Uh, recently, Maccabees has been brought up a lot in different 
conversations that I've had. Like my son came home and he was like, "I'm going to do this research. Pro- they have to do a research project on an Old Testament reading." And he was like, "I'm going to pick the Maccabees one because nobody wants the Maccabees one." And I was like, "Huh? Which Maccabean reading are you looking at?" And it's actually tomorrow's the where you know I think Judas Maccabees starts off by like we crushed all of them victory but this is also where we get like the eight days of uh, Hanukkah is from some of these readings is right there in Maccabees Um, which is also interesting that like it's not traditionally used in a lot of um, well it's not traditionally used at all for our Protestant brothers and sisters but even in a lot of um, from what I understand a lot of uh, Jewish Orthodox communities don't even look at Maccabees as part of their tradition, but that's where we get the holiday Hanukkah. So yeah. I've always thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. So yeah, he's super excited, but also okay. you know Judas, his like declaration of victory. I think they go up to like Mount Zion, and he's like, "We crushed our enemies," and I'm like, cool. "All right, yeah, no, it's like it's fun, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of great stuff in uh, Maccabees." So we've got, uh, <laughs> not sure if there's a good segue to this. Actually, I was, like you were saying about, like, um, Abraham just being obedient and following those different things. Um, maybe not so much obedience as there is a time and season for all things uh, and changes. And so um, we are actually going to be changing the format of Coffee Chat. Um, it's been a really fun 18 months um, of changing things and we we did we kept a streak of like 78 weeks I think in a row uh, that we did not miss a single Thursday of being with you for usually an hour um, you know give or take five minutes because of technical difficulties and fun things like that um, you know I don't I actually don't even remember how this originally started uh, I don't know if it was a conversation over lunch one day or if we were actually drinking coffee and decided to chat about it. Uh, but that being said, uh, this normal format or what has become normal of every Thursday from 11 to 12 of us sitting on your screens and talking about a lot of really random Catholic things, uh, sometimes making absolutely no sense at all, and sometimes probably saying things that are very helpful to one or two of you. Um, is changing and with that change you know we're, we're going to format things a little bit differently we know that there are things that um, we we really want to continue to do we, we love doing lightning round it's fun it gives us a chance to to kind of laugh and for you guys to get to know us a little bit better um, not that we have run out of the saints in the church uh, because there are thousands of them and we love them but it, we probably won't focus as much on that or on the upcoming scripture passages. We have a podcast as well as a 10-minute video for the upcoming Sunday readings uh, that we already do. Um, I think we each have different projects that we want to get started, and this ends up taking more time than just the hour that, that you get to be with us. Uh, so we're going to change the format a little bit. We're going to do a half hour. We're probably going to do it closer to the noon hour. Uh, to be like a lunch break. We'll probably keep it on Thursdays because that seems to be a really easy day where all four of us are actually together. Um, 
because our schedules are so crazy. Um, but we know that an hour is a very long commitment for everybody who's very busy uh, doing all of the different things that you're doing. So we want to consolidate as much as we can into maybe like a 30 minute show uh, so that, you know, hopefully you'll stay committed to being a part of that with us. Uh, that will free up more time for us. I think it'll free up more time for you guys. Uh, and probably during the lunch hour would probably help with some uh, audience participation a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what's going on. We're, we're going to make some of those changes. Uh, I think probably next week as we get ready for Thanksgiving, you'll see that the, the show is going to be a little bit shorter, a little different format just because we've got some other things that we want to do with you guys uh, as we get ready for Thanksgiving. And then as we roll into the Advent season, uh, we do have some new things that we want to um, use as resources, information that we want to give you guys, uh, and different things like that. And we'll talk about that. But before we do that, what I would really like to do is talk about uh, the experience that each of us has, uh, has had over this last 18 months. And I know that that timeline <laughs> for coffee chats has been very different for each one, I think. You know, we, we had episodes where it was just Chelsea, like, at her house, yep. filming with her roommates, uh, where we did the freeze. Krista, you haven't been here for 18 months. <laughs> um, so there's that. And Erica, I think you started, actually, it's almost, it's a year this this month yeah. that yeah. you started. Oh, um, Andrew and I, unfortunately, lived through the beginning <laughs> of March of 2020 and have been here for all of that. So, um Coffee Chats has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so let's quickly go through some highlights, and then I think if we can share with everybody who's watching some of the different things that we want to do with our ministries and some different things that we're offering and what uh, Advent is going to look like starting off. So anybody want to go first? We're going to keep staring at you, Eric. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I mean, okay, so okay. You, We've got like, a pattern now. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what was the first part? like? like your <laughs> favorite coffee favorite. chat moment. Oh my gosh, I might circle back to that. <laughs> I, there or, was that time or how that, Coffee Chat has been something uh, impactful for you, maybe. Okay, going back, that's a different question. No, kind of, so yeah, okay, honestly, like, going yeah. back to like first co- like favorite Coffee Chat moment, the first thing that came to my mind was whenever Chelsea like spit coffee everywhere at one point. I don't know <laughs> she was like sitting right over there and all. I don't know what happened, but like we totally missed it. And there was something. There, she was just like... <laughs> It was all over. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, some dumb jokers. It was. It was something ridiculous. Like they didn't make it into the audio, so just she just like you just see. Looks like she just spit coffee, and that. Yeah, I honestly think that was the first thing that came to mind. My favorite moment. So funny. Also, looking back at like the first episode we had with like Father Garrett, I know it hasn't been like super long, but seeing like the amount of stuff he's already done for like our parish, and like thinking back to that episode. And just like meeting him kind of for the first time is so different than like how we interact with him now, you know. Um, so that's yeah. He w- he had only been here for what a week. Yeah, week two, and we were like, "Hey, you're gonna be on this thing." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, "Okay, sure." Yeah, yeah. But and yeah, just I, another great man, I, you're right. Like I totally forgot about that. Yeah. That was the conversation with the salary. Yeah, that, that was the one. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we're talking about yeah June, right? June, that's July. when you guys did stupid uh, July. July. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Which was right when he started like here, right? I think ago. that assignment yeah. was July first. Yeah. Wow. So weird. But yeah, Seems stuff like so that. Weird. I think about like the first episode that I was on and coming into young adult ministry. 
I tried not to come into it with like too many um, very like strict goals and like um, ways to prioritize things. I kind of just wanted to come in and experience it and then grow those, like grow and kind of change my priorities. Um, and so I think about like what I thought it would look like from like that first day versus like what I'm trying to do now. Not that they're entirely different, but my goals have changed yeah. and kind of like ebb and flow and like different things um, have come up and whatnot. Um, Now that I'm I, yeah. now that I'm kind of going back and replaying some things, your first coffee chat was a year ago. This episode, because, because we, we filmed know. the Thanksgiving episode with you and didn't introduce you. and did not introduce <laughs> it. it. No, we introduced you in the Thanksgiving oh, one, sorry, but not the but one, not in the one yeah, that you were right. first in. You sat yeah. with us through that entire one, and then we said. By the way, next week, yeah, we were yeah. like, we didn't even say who you were. We didn't do anything at all. And then the next week, we we're like, welcome our new young adult. But we filmed the Thanksgiving episode the same yeah. time as we did, so we did uh, the week before. Very similar to, yeah. sorry, spoiler alert for next week. Um, but that, yeah, as soon as you said my first episode, I was like, oh, I remember this now. Yeah. So that's so that's weird. fantastic. That happy is really coffee funny. chats anniversary. So, happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. I've had so much coffee in the past like year. <laughs> it's right? awful. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I, right I need to bring coffee. a Keurig oh. on set from now on. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. Um, How much cold coffee I've drank wow. the past year, like during coffee chat. <laughs> yeah. Try to it gets cold pretty quick. Yeah. very true. Wow. Yeah. Super fun. Good stuff. Yeah. I don't know if there was another part to your question. I think I did it. No, I'm actually trying to think. I, I guess natural progression of the way we went with the saints and the, the scripture passages. Like, if I can even figure out, like, my own personal favorite. I, I think if I went with a favorite episode, I would have to go with, like, the Christmas and New Year's ones were just fun. <laughs> um, I think the Christmas one we started with, like, this weird like twas the night before christmas oh, that's right that i was filming up here oh, yeah. by myself while everybody was at our staff christmas party um i left the staff christmas party to film that because i knew that i wasn't going to be able to come back and do all of those things and then of course like the new year's episode was just ridiculous um and i think we put all the bloopers in that one and the bloopers oh, have yeah. been so much fun um you know i i have loved doing this this is never what i thought youth ministry or young adult ministry or family ministry or any kind of ministry would ever look like um and was very hesitant in the very beginning with a lot of the things that we talked about now i look at like the multiple podcasts that we've done and the <laughs> videos and um you know i can go all the way back to that first stations of the cross with that microphone that's right in front of us that you can't see um <laughs> you know doing the stations of the cross with chelsea and andrew and going through each of the stations and all of us laughing about how we were never going to do anything like this again okay. um playing like the background music on my phone like next yeah to we us. had like pads for, <laughs> yeah. for yeah so we had like a pad app that was playing on yeah. on one phone and the other phone had like other references to scripture like yeah. we it was funny around the table over there um and had no idea that when we started doing coffee chats that we would be sitting here 18 months later 
uh, still doing it. Um, I loved the episode that we did uh, with Father Alphonse when he came on and he talked about the different things that he wanted for the parish. Uh, we had Father Jovita on as a parochial vicar um, and then had him on again once he was named the pastoral administrator and hearing his vision for everything, I think, was great. Um, no idea that when we had Father Garrett on that I, I would try so hard to make him my best friend. Um, <laughs> just because I, I, I really appreciate everything he's done for the parish. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Shout out to Catherine, who's been on, and Caroline, and Adam Carr, uh, who was on a couple episodes mm -hmm. with us. We've had a couple repeat people that have been on. Mm -hmm. So We still are going to have people that come on the show, for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, but yeah, Jesus. we do. We yeah. do have the dream list of you know Jonathan Rumi. I'm not going to give up, uh, even yeah, though yeah, you've become like the busiest Catholic person I know. Uh, so yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. What about for you? Awesome. I'm trying to remember earlier of like how it, how coffee chats happened in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah. Um, it was that one time we. It was like the first day we all came back after we'd all been just totally at home the yeah. whole time. First time we were all you and me and Chelsea were all in the building at the same time, and we borrowed a green screen. And oh, Chelsea, Chelsea just said, "Hey, friends!" at the exact Aww. same time. Chelsea, no. So, hi, sorry. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> well, then she will remember this. Um, the that we were, we did that ridiculous video in oh front of the green my screen. Gosh. We were like, we need to start doing. We were kind of planning out like how we were going to do the Sunday scripture things, and and we were like, let's just sit down and do something fun. And then half an hour later, we had. A half an hour of bloopers yes. and nothing else. Yeah, um, and I remember that day we were like trying to think of like all the things we could do. It was like we could do a podcast, and you were yeah. so against the idea of a podcast so I, for so long. You were like, no podcast, anything else. I will not do a podcast because really everybody has a podcast, right? And, and now, now we're literally got... on four different podcasts starting next week. <laughs> <laughs> four podcasts. Oops. Five this podcasts. Sunday scripture. Uh, the. So this is a podcast, Sunday Scripture is a podcast. Mm -hmm. We did Return, okay, so which was a podcast yeah. that we did during Lent. Uh, We're starting an Advent podcast. Spoiler alert to what's coming up after this conversation. Uh, and then the Raising Saints yeah. podcast. Holy cow, five podcasts. <laughs> wow. I wanted zero podcasts. And yeah. now five cup. <laughs> yeah. We were like, let's just sit down at a table and drink some coffee and just like do some just talk. something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then a couple months later, we're like, let's, let's do that. Yeah. But... And then the technology has definitely come a long way. Um, <laughs> yes. On the other yeah. side of things, I think maybe where my actual favorite thing was. We used to have one DSLR camera is that, one? that would film the coffee chat, but we had to hang it upside down in order to get it to video the correct right. way. Because when it would stream to HDMI, it would go upside down. Well, right. No, the camera has to be up down, so. Remember, it would stream to HDMI and have the focus boxes on oh, all of us right, also. Yeah. So all of our faces were in that's a focus it box. It's the only DSLR camera on the market that you can find that when you video record, puts focus boxes on you. We have no idea. So we had to literally hang it upside down by what I called the octopus. Yeah. Because it's a folding tripod that yeah. looks like it's got octopus arms. Yeah. But yes. Put that on we, the guitar stand. Um, yeah, and that on a box. So funny. A and that was like yeah. on a guitar stand in a box that we had like retrofitted tripods and yep. taken apart. Yep. yep. And then one of those weeks that didn't work. And it was like, well, dang it. What and are we like, going to do? As we started, it was one of the weeks Adam Carr was here. And so I had the trash can 
and another box on top of that, and then my laptop just yep. streaming from there. And it was phones. We had phones that were like yeah, right here looking at people's <laughs> faces. <laughs> make that yeah. a little bit nicer, but yeah. This yeah, no, like the, 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 yeah. well, the computer couldn't handle years, like the where we were. Yeah, yeah. So oh like the one time we tried to phone in uh, now Father um, Juan, Juan Torres. Yeah, um, and he was it did not work at all. <laughs> His cell connection with everything. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. But yeah, I mean, some of those have been ridiculous and, and just kind of fun looking back. Yeah, uh, as stressful as it was at the time. But I also uh, remember when Father Javita came on. I think it was the first time, uh, some time ago, I guess now, and he kind of told his vocation story, and he was talking about the way that, um, the, you know, his him growing up in Nigeria and some of the ways that like his father impacted him and just the different things. It was just really cool to kind of get to know him on that on that level. I hadn't really ever talked to him in that way. Um, yeah. yeah. One other favorite episode though, by far, was well, I guess we've had two now. Was when we had some, just some of our teens just run the whole episode. Um, the yes. once or twice that we've done that yeah. now, especially because yeah. Isaac was there both of those times. That was really um, fun, and yeah. it was just awesome. Um, I was for most of those times, I was like over there just laughing the whole time, and like yeah. the, you know going through the comments and things. That was that was always really cool. Yeah, yeah. but sorry, what was the other part? Of it? Like, I think that was okay. Yeah, I think yeah. we covered everything that we were looking for. Okay. But yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And then Krista, as our newest member. To the Coffee Chats team. I loved coming on to Coffee Chats. You, you asked me at the beginning, you were like, you know, if you don't have time Thursdays, it's okay. And I got on the first Coffee Chat and I was like, I will make time on Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun and I just really enjoyed, like, yeah, the funny jokes, the lightning round, the fun yeah. conversations. Um, I think one of my favorite episodes that we got to film was um, the episode that the women's group took over. That was so yeah. When you said the, the teams, just, that was yeah. the one I thought that of too. Was the other, yeah. That was great. And it was just cool to like kind of have the Bible study girls on the show. And <laughs> it was yeah, like the like, easiestly like flowing like oh, conversation. <laughs> just because we talk like literally every oh, yeah. week about different stuff. Oh yeah. Our conversation. So that was just a typical conversation from Bible study essentially. Yeah. 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 And we got to hear Jennifer's story, which mm -hmm. was, oh, she has such a beautiful story. She does. Um. Love that one. I also really loved um, when you and Danielle came on, um, talked about family life, talked about yeah. your your whole story of like courtship and the Our Lady of Guadalupe with the rose, and <laughs> I loved that. I had a lot of fun with that episode too. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun, and I think that you know going back and looking at how things started, it probably was. So COVID happened second week of March right. everything was announced we down. had the conversation of like what are we going to do we had that first audio recording that came out like not even a week later on um, Stations Across, Stations Across. and then we did the uh, St. Joseph video for St. Joseph's Feast Day mm -hmm. so that would have been Sorry. what eight days later not even that long yeah. and then we sat there and we were like so what are we going to do because we can't have anybody um, and I think what it was is like it would probably be really funny if people were just part of our conversations. And I think that's just kind of how it naturally happened. It is like, let's just film ourselves talking like you guys were doing with the, the Monday group or even right like when Danielle and I were on and we were sitting over here, it was like, this is just a normal conversation of how things began for Danielle and I. Um, so yeah, we still very much want you to be a part of that. I know we've got people here who are 
sending in comments that you know uh, Caroline I think I just saw that you're like an anniversary member of things Chelsea commenting on how she misses everybody um, those are definitely things that we're going to do but we each have different parts of our ministry that we want to do so you know when when COVID started and we had that initial conversation we weren't doing all of the things that we normally do any of them. Um, or anything right. right and so we were trying to figure out ways that we could continue to reach the all saints community um as much as possible and we've been very blessed that you know we have things like uh the return podcast that actually went to like 40 different countries um and has had an impact in in different people's lives with different things like that the uh sunday scripture videos that um have had enough of a reach that we know that there are people in multiple countries that have responded to what we've been doing and how that looks. Um, so really what we want to do is we have some other offerings that we want to bring to people as great resources to continue to grow the ministries, uh, whether it's the young adults, the junior high, the high school, the families uh, that we want to see happen. And because of that, we're going to cut back on, on this hour uh, so, uh, by default, you've been going first over and over again. Uh, you want to go first? Like, what? what is something, like, you want to see happen as we get ready for celebrating the new year in the, the church, Advent? Something that you want to see over the next year that we're going to do for young adults that is different than what we're currently offering them? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know how, how many things I want to talk about to because a lot is, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. Um, definitely some service project options. We were talking about that yesterday. Um, working with a kind of like relatively new um, ministry in Dallas that um, is able to come and like provide resources for different service opportunities, and we would do that like maybe like once a month, once every two months. Um, but it's all about really like going out into your community and interacting with different people and providing resources. And I think that would be really cool. And it's also a really cool thing to do with, I think with the young adults, because we have just like, I feel like we have a little bit more experience than um, like my only experience is trying to do service projects with like, like really young, like middle school kids. And while it, there's like different things you can do there, I'm realizing that there's a lot more, um, a lot of different opportunities with young adults so I think that would be really cool um so working on that um I'm just going to talk about because we brought it up yesterday and I think it's definitely happening we're looking at starting like a book club for our men's and women's like young <laughs> groups um which I think is cool because I like our bible study will continue I think that's been really great but to have like another resource to look at and kind of um I don't know how it's going to that, but that's just what we talked about. We, like, talked about it for, like, five minutes yesterday, and then it was like, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> this I um, loved walking in at the end of that conversation. <laughs> excited. We're going to do this. Okay, still let's do pumped. it. What book oh, yeah. are we reading? We don't know yet. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm still support. Yes, absolutely. Super good. So. Um, yeah, we've got stuff like that. I know I've talked to a lot of different people about um, doing, like, intramural sports between, like, multiple young adult um, communities in the diocese. They used um, to do kickball. Do they not do kickball anymore? Not that I know. Okay. St. Thomas Aquinas was really big on getting the kickball started oh, yeah. at one point in time. Yeah. But but it's fun. Like it, I feel like I'm interacting 
so much more now with like other young adult ministers and dioceses. Mostly, like I went to school with some of them, so that's like really easy to communicate with them. <laughs> um, but just like even just bumping into other people who are doing the ministry and realizing that we all kind of have the same ideas, and it how we have such a cool opportunity to do all of that together rather than focus entirely on our parish, which we, you know, is a good like purpose and goal for a lot of things like small groups and, you know, book clubs, things like that. Um, but having the opportunity to work with so many other parishes, because again, I've talked about this before, but like young adults are just very fluid. It's not an easy time in life to just stay in one little spot. We don't know where we're going to be in like yeah. six months to a year. So, um, being able to act, interact with the diocese that we have as a whole and like I don't I think the Diocese of Dallas is really blessed in the way that their young adult communities are so like strong in the fact that you have so many options throughout the entire week to just like get any sort of like formation or fellowship that you want um I think it's really cool so yeah just looking at interacting with more communities in the area and Yeah, I think I, I said at once upon a time when we talked about young adult ministry is that the mobility, I think, is their greatest strength, um, that they're able to just pick up and, and go wherever they want, wh whoever's offering, whatever it is. Um, and I, I love, I was actually having a conversation with one of our young adults who is on staff here, who does young adult ministry here and at some other parishes. And we were talking. I was. I was telling. Him, I was like. I love how often I get to see the faces of different people that I know who are involved in our young adult ministry in other places, young adult ministries. And he had a great comment that I'm going to steal, and I don't know if he's going to watch this, but I will give him credit for it later. Um, he said, "You know, our creed is very clear that it's one holy Catholic and apostolic church. It's not." All Saints. It's not Christ the King. It's not St. Thomas Aquinas. It's not Prince of Peace. One holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. So we're all one. We should be getting along with this. And, and it's obviously you two have much more of a challenge in terms of like how you do that with high school and junior high. We do have moments of collaboration with like diocesan youth conference and um, things like that that we can um, figure out ways to all come together sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I love that I have seen so much growth in the young adult ministries around here collaborating when for a long time it was always a competition of like who's going to have more kids at what things or who's going to have more young adults at what things. And we've kind of, and I think part of it is like we have a new crop of people that have come into a lot of these positions and we've kind of avoided that whole situation mm -hmm. uh, and instead are like let's fully embrace the fact that, that we do have this abundance of gifts and talents and skills in these young adult ministers mm -hmm. that we should all be sharing these things not fighting each other for these yeah. things um, which I think is good because there's only so many uh, I don't want to say something negative about other youth or young adult ministers in our diocese because I think we're very blessed but I've definitely been in places where it does seem like a competition between parishes and it's like we're all on the same side we're all fighting the same fight trying to do this and I, I think back of like when Jesus is like they're driving out demons in your name 
Like, you have to stop them. They're not one of us. And he's like, but if they're driving out demons in my name, like, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So, book club and what was the other one? Sports. You had what said before that. Mean? Oh, the intramural competitions. And then trying to figure out, like, how to continue to collaborate with some of the other ministers in the area. Or something else. Service. 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 I was like, there's something else that I said. Okay. Yeah, so for Family Ministry, we just launched the Raising Saints podcast a couple weeks ago. We've got a couple episodes. Um, We were really gung-ho about, like, every Monday, new episodes coming out. We put it on all our stuff. And then life happened. And uh, so we will try to be as consistent as possible. Uh, I was doing some research on podcasts recently and saw that the average podcast in the United States last seven episodes. <laughs> and that's it. Like, they don't make it past episode seven, the average podcast. Which I remember when I started in youth ministry, the average youth minister lasted six months. Um, so here we are four million years later that I'm still doing this. Uh, and so I changed the time. Throw it off the curve. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> you know, we're committed to this. I am committed to this. I want the Raising Saints podcast to exist as much as I hate the idea of having a podcast. Uh, I, I want that because I want to have resources that families are able to use to grow in their faith and in understanding that parents are the primary catechists. You know, the domestic church and the idea of the domestic church and what is happening in homes will always uh, trump everything that we do here. And as much as I love you guys and love the work that you're doing, it should be secondary to everything that's happening in the home. Uh, and I think we're all in absolute agreement in that uh, because that that's the priority. Um, so the Raising Saints podcast, you can find it on all the podcasting things. It's out there. Uh, Father Garrett and I, most of the time, will be hosting that together. He's very busy. Uh, we'll have some weeks where it may just be me and maybe I can talk in him into some weeks just being him we'll see uh but yes so we have the raising saints podcast and then the other thing uh so we have the parish mission that's going to be coming up and we've got uh tori harris who's going to be talking about uh motherhood and uh what that looks like and colin campbell who's our president at the school and i are going to be talking about uh fatherhood and i i think the the title for that one is masculine parenting but really focusing on like Um, you know, some of the great saints in the church uh, who are model fathers. Uh, And then Father Jovita is going to be talking about uh, marriage and and that core unit of church and family going forward. Um, And I think that Father Garrett and I have had a couple conversations where that's really going to help us launch all of the different things that we want to do with family ministry. Uh, And we're talking about opportunities for families to come together for fellowship, uh, just picnics out at the, the field. We're very blessed to have a lot of really great uh, things on our property that we can do. Uh, we're, we want to get back to where we were doing the family adoration, uh, which we have not been able to do for a while. But, you know, thankfully, we're able to offer adoration more hours now than we have been able to over the last 18 months. Uh, getting together to do the outdoor adoration. We're, we're talking about how we could pos- possibly do like family mass uh, to get the families together. So we really want to focus on getting our families back into the building. Uh, as many families as we can, we, we know that we have a lot of resources in terms of 
uh, RE families, junior high families, high school families that we can all be bringing back, young adult families, young families, uh, as well as the school being a resource of you know, 200 plus families uh, that we can reach out to. So we really want to serve the families, we want to find new and different ways to do that. Um, so look forward to those things. How about for you? Yeah, there's there's a lot of things, and there's still some things that are got going for this year that just haven't happened yet. We were doing some kind of afternoon day retreats for our faith formation classes, um, trying to work in more adoration and confession and that kind of experience for them as well. Um, we've got, uh, we're hoping to, I need to talk with them still, we're hoping to get involved with uh, JP2 who's putting on a, uh, like a diocesan-wide junior high sports day uh, kind of Olympics thing in January. I need to talk to you, Nick. Sorry if I have any email to be back. Um, but the you know, things like that, again, there's there's less of a natural kind of way for the for the junior high kids, that much less than the young adults and even the high schoolers, to kind of interact in that way. So that's that's going to be hopefully cool. Um, and yeah, just really hoping to get to know everybody a little bit better. It seems like the the masks, among other things, have just there's there's a barrier there, and I'm hoping that that when, when that can be less of the thing that we can I don't know, kind of have a renewal of the way that we're interacting. Um, it's been really cool to see, you know, the groups that like come to Bible study the last, you know, couple months now, like the, those kids who are going to different schools and things, they'd actually become friends and uh, just looking forward to being able to kind of facilitate that. And uh, there's, there's a lot of things that just can try and really revive, um, really do as much as we can. As well as especially the some of the family things, getting involved with you know the, the multi generational events, whether it's adoration or service things or you know, whatever else that might be, something to make sure that they're integrated into the rest of the community and not just you know, they have their moments where it's just the junior high folks, but then they can also remember that they're part of the parish, they're part of the church, uh, and that everybody else will remember that as well. So. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm really excited for this coming semester. Um, hoping for a lot of things. Hoping to. Uh, we had a guest speaker come in for Illuminate the other week, and it was just so wonderful to have him there. Um, and just saw that the way that the kids really enjoyed having him as well. Um, so we're really looking forward to hopefully having some more guest speakers come in over this next semester, um, bringing in just like a new perspective and fresh ideas. Mm -hmm. um, and also, yeah, was knowing that the high schoolers haven't really got, gotten to have a retreat recently. Um, it's been a couple of years, I think, and this is actually usually the weekend that they get to have it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, not only am I hoping that that can come back in future years, but yeah, I really hope to also have a retreat, maybe not full weekend long, um, but at least like a day or an evening, um, yeah, for the kids sometime this next coming semester uh, and then one of the big things that happens this semester is DCUIC which is February 18th through the 20th so high school students get ready we're really excited about it um, that is coming up so that's always a big a big event for the spring well there you go lots of different things that are going on uh, but before we get too far into what the future is going to look like, we have lightning round. Which is we have like two minutes. We have a minute for lightning. It's going to be the fastest lightning round we've ever Lightningest done. Lightningest round. Lightning round. round. Yeah. No side. Ready? We got this. Question. Oh, um, uh, would have been helpful if I didn't use my. Okay. 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 Okay.
Again, thank you everybody for uh, all the support that you've given us over the last year and a half. We are not stopping coffee chats. Uh, we're just changing the format a little bit. I know that I've gotten some text messages and comments from different people that are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys are stopping. We're not stopping. We're just changing things up a little bit to uh, help our schedules out as well as uh, trend our viewership back up in a, a different trajectory. And we understand how busy your lives are. Uh, so committing a full hour to hang out with us, I know is not always easy. Uh, so top fans uh, like Catherine, you're not gonna be able to show up at 11.59 anymore. No. Uh, and for the last two minutes, I'm not calling you out, I'm just saying, <laughs> bummer. Uh, so uh, please get ready for that. We will see you guys next week, but before we leave, Fastest lightning round ever. Here we yeah, go. One minute. I pulled up one of our really old ones. Okay. Um, Wait, so which gotta, we probably hang on. We got to reset that timer. It's set from the from some random. Yeah, I don't week. know where that two minutes and forty eight. Also, two minutes and forty eight seconds is an was, impressive time. We must good. have only had like five questions. Yeah. Something about mashed potato. And go. Yeah. Um, would you rather lose the ability <laughs> to lie or believe everything you're told? Uh, lose the ability to lie? I, yeah. Lose the ability to lie. That's Lose one the ability thing. to lie. Yes, we're yeah. moral yep. here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, that makes me a better person. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you're going for. Um, would you rather be able to speak to animals or know other people's thoughts? Animals. I think I want to know other people's thoughts. Other people's thoughts. Animals. I don't care what you think. <laughs> would you rather... <laughs> 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 Would you rather um, have to swim in a pool of mustard or ketchup? Ke ketchup? Ketchup. Mustard. Ketchup. So, ketchup gross. Your hands so gross. So gross. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Montana episode? Is that what you're thinking of? Which is exactly what I thought. No, no side comments. <laughs> 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 Would you rather um, always, like, ha you don't smell like it, but you always smell expired milk or rotten eggs? Oh. oh. Oh, I guess I'm, I'm rotten eggs, but Maybe, I'm not gonna like it. I don't know what either smell like milk. Just, I just know they both smell bad. Fired milk, so gross. They're both gross. Uh, you have to answer. I, I forgot what the question was. Milk. No. Uh, would you rather have a permanent splinter in your big toe or have a permanently horrible haircut? Permanently horrible haircut. Wear hats. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll have a really <laughs> terrible haircut. No, that's actually a good point. I'll do that, too. Also, haircut. Sorry. All right. Well, that was a good one to end on. <laughs> All right. Whoa, we're done. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for the end of Coffee Chats. No, I'm kidding. Uh, for, for an awesome lightning round that only lasted a minute and 46 seconds. We will see you guys next week. We hope everybody has a blessed Thanksgiving uh, Christ the King Sunday this Sunday. So uh, remember who you are and who you belong to and that you are royalty uh, and that you are God's children and therefore princes and princesses and heirs to the throne and kingdom of God. Pretty cool stuff. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.